1: The following is a Sweet Truth media production and may not be suitable for all audiences. Brothers and sisters, get around! It's time for the sanctuary of Sweet Truth. <laughs>
2: Well, hello everyone. I am Billy Dees, and this is the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth Podcast. With me, as always, is our co-host, Sugar Shane. What's up, man? Oh, Not much. How you doing? Now you're getting some sort of a manicure. Is that what you're doing over there?
1: Yeah, uh, my wife's manicuring my nails while I'm starting the show. Say hey.
2: Hey. Hey, all right. Yeah, <laughs> just, just to let everybody know... Our podcast is live, and there's a lot of people who really dig that live aspect to podcasts. So if you want to catch us, we are on Monday night and Thursday night at 11 p.m., and that's Eastern Standard Time. You can find us on Twitter at Sweet Truth Radio and Sanctuary of Sweet Truth Podcast on Spreaker all those places you can find us. You can live tweet us. What have you? Labor Day weekend. Did you do anything exciting, Shane?
1: Uh, went over to the in-laws and ate. Um, went through, cool. Uh, got up this morning. Didn't do much. Another later around. And then we did me and Huck. We did our uh, podcast, A Week in the Life of the Huckster.
2: Oh yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Yeah, my wife out, and I enjoyed that, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you did. If you uh, if you want to check it out, it's just go to our Sweet Truth Media Spreaker page. It's under uh, one of The Week in the Life of the Huckster. It's only about a tad bit over nine minutes long. We didn't go long or nothing with it, of course. But um, he loved it. He was nervous at first, but now he, well. he was wanting to come back home and do another one tonight. I'm like, can't do one tonight, buddy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he got the fever
2: so (laughs) yeah, they get that bug, and then there you go
1: (laughs) so uh, i enjoy doing it that's the thing about you was talking about podcast there at the beginning is uh i like live podcast um i mean i i I don't i like podcast period whether they're pre-recorded or not but i like to catch in on a live one because to me that gives you the aspect of variety radio but and still have the live feel to it, you know, because yeah, uh, sure, because we're live here, and you know, if we stumble, we stumble. You keep on rolling, but when you got a, there's one that's edited. You you take those things out most of the time. Yeah, yeah. So I like the live aspect.
2: There's no question that the uh, the, the live aspect is a is a plus. Now it's, they both have advantages, you know, right. whether it be produced or live. Um, with a live, yes, you're right. There's no editing live. I mean, there it is. And you don't necessarily, for those that may not be familiar with podcasting, you don't necessarily, if you don't catch the live when we're on live, you can catch us anytime on all the things that I just described. Uh, the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth on uh, Spreaker, and uh, of course you can find the, the links to our stuff at Sweet Truth Radio on Twitter. So, And we are anytime. on iTunes. If you yeah. have an iPhone, it's
1: Sweet Truth, Sweet Truth Media. Just look us Sweet up Truth on there, media. you'll see it with the ice cream cone. <laughs> all right, very, very cool
2: on iTunes. And that's a big one. That's a big one. Yeah. That's one of the places you have to be. So that's all good information. And uh, here again, that's 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Whenever it is convenient for you, you can check out our entire catalog of um, podcasts. So, um, yeah, this being Labor Day, you know, it, it always gets me. Um, anytime we have these these holidays, there's always people on social media who... I don't who, know what you're going to say. Who, who get on the soapbox and say, you, we have to remember the true meaning of Labor Day. It's got nothing to do with the troops or nothing. It's always we want to put military post. Well, yeah, I mean, I said, uh, well, I was, I was going to try to explain to everybody that, that, that the meaning of Labor Day is to remember all of those who have fought and died to protect our jobs. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: Remember that? Yeah,
2: that's what today to remember.
1: Capitalism. Remember that, <laughs> which I firmly believe in.
2: <laughs> Seriously, uh, there's a lot of tales about it, but it, it actually goes back way back to the 1800s, and uh, there was a, a a movement to create unions, and the, the 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 Labor Day was was one of those things that was supposed to unify the various unions across the country and, and give them strength. And they were also, uh, you know, working for a reduction of work time, you know, to actually get break. Right. And actually, as this developed, it you know, obviously was in, in uh, you know, the, the work centers of that time, which was, you know, in New York and places like that. Um, as it grew and as it uh, gained momentum, most politicians really liked the idea because, most of their voter base across the country were, you know, average average Joes. And they knew that they would like this Labor Day idea. And uh, for the most part, I mean, it doesn't really cost anything for the, the companies to give them one day off a year. <laughs> so it was like a no-brainer to uh, win the favor of voters to go ahead and support this. And it evolved into the Labor Day that we know today. Right. And it can mean a lot of different things. It can mean appreciating Appreciating the people that uh, uh, work hard every day and uh, uh, make our country work, um, you know, it, it could even be a little bit more than that. I mean, I, there's a lot of immigrants, and uh, and my, my grandfather on my mother's side was one of them. Who came to this country couldn't even speak English, was very mistreated by uh, you know the people around him. Um, and, uh, he, he, he learned the language and worked really hard, and guys like him built the infrastructure. Mm. You know, whether it be the bridges in New York City and all those other things. Uh, now my, my grandfather worked on the railroad, and, th- and this was back in the day when you, uh, you know, you didn't have all these rules about how much you could lift. No. And, <laughs> and, and, and all that stuff like you have now. I mean, uh, you, know, Did you imagine you just, working
1: a job without a break? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Never even get a break. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anyway, we uh, want to salute all the people that uh, seriously, that really do work hard, and 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 I don't believe they get enough recognition. We give all this recognition to you know, these, these uh, sports stars and everything that are worth $100 million and they give $1 million to a school or something. And, and don't get me wrong, I'm glad they do that. Okay, I'm yeah, glad they do that. But it's not a
1: sacrifice. No, no
2: that's, that's not, you know, that's not... That's like, me,
1: that's like me and you giving a nickel. <laughs>
2: and, and, and in the big scheme of things, it doesn't matter as much as all the thousands of people who work in, let's say, education. Yeah. And all those other uh, places where kids need help these days, so much so, beyond the educational part of it. They need teachers that are guidance counselors and, and mentors, and and they do all this hard work for, for next to nothing. Okay, those are the real heroes. Those are, those are the people that are getting their hands dirty. Those are the people that are doing the real heavy lifting. True. And, uh, you know, in my opinion, they, they do need...
1: Not to mention nurses that are working 12-hour shifts and you got, sar- you know, mili- uh, not military is a job, that too. Absolutely. Cops, firemen, EMTs, all these that are out doing these jobs all day working long shifts and everything else, you know, so. Yeah. For for minimal pay, for to me it's minimal pay for what they do
2: anyway. Yeah, um, and and you know, in, in, even in the military, there's a lot of jobs that aren't necessarily fighting jobs. Oh no, you know, there's 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 the people that are working in the galley's and the people that are, uh, you know, doing all the things in terms of maintenance with with runways and all kinds of stuff, and, and these are all important, you know, important jobs. So I yeah, I would
1: a, say I had a grandfather. Ahead. I had a grandfather that worked for the payroll department in the military, mm-hmm. and that's what he did. And the reason why is he missed Normandy because he got sick. And he went to, he was really wanting to go, and he went to go through, and he, he didn't pass the physical to get on it. And when he went, when they went, the crew, his whole his whole uh, division was wiped out. Oh, gee. And he would have been with them. And, uh, but and then, then when he got so sick that uh, it was something he couldn't fully recover from as far as to be f- completely fit for the military, so they mm. put him on payroll department. And that's where he ended up serving out the rest of his time. Right. So... uh yeah. So, yeah, there's not just fighting. There's all kinds of jobs in the military that have to be done.
2: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And those need to be recognized, and a lot of times they're not. So, uh, going on right now, have you been uh, following this storm that's happening down around uh, Florida? Have you been following that? I guess it's uh, right now it's tropical storm, Gordon. I don't know if it's been upgraded or not.
1: I heard it still. The last I heard, I think it's still a tropical storm. I know that there is a warnings out for... Um, i know it's the, up toward the gulf coast that area all the way up to the north to the up into the panhandle type area i believe yeah yeah
0: my I family got a, will I, probably
1: get storms off of it
2: i got a a friend who uh has a home down there and uh he's right in like that area that you're talking about mm. um right in that panhandle area there and, and the last one that that went through there was supposed to go past that but it ended up going over right over him mm. and he, he didn't get much damage to his house or anything but uh yeah, they're they're keeping uh, you know obviously uh, you know monitoring this. I don't know if this is going to be one of those brutal um, hurricanes. It doesn't seem to be at this time.
1: It's already, it's, go- it doesn't have enough strength right now, and if it does, to yeah. have to. Suppose- now, don't get me wrong. Once it get, is it in
2: the Gulf yet? Well, well, that's what I'm the the the, the last uh map that i was aware of it was still a tropical storm and a good part of it was already over florida okay so that that would mean that it's over land so it's probably yeah it's probably not gonna get really whipped up i mean i'm not a meteorologist i don't know
1: well if it's over land land will slow it down but i didn't know if i didn't i didn't know if it reached the gulf because what will happen sometimes is when they classify one away from land that by the time it hits the gulf it will get worse because the warm water makes it worse and gulf is very warm and uh, so that's the only thing i was thinking but since it's already over land and they haven't increased it yet it may not ever get that strong then
2: right we already yeah, yeah we already talked about uh in the last two podcasts here the whole uh uh john mccain quite thoroughly however I did want to ask your opinion about this. I suppose you've heard that uh, during the eulogy, that Megan McCain uh, threw a little uh, threw a little bombshell at uh, Donald Trump. You know, I she haven't was making, heard about
1: this. I haven't. Knew. Yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, she was she was making uh, you know the eulogy and it was very emotional. If you uh, view the tape or whatever, I mean, you can't as a human being, whether you like the politics involved in this or not. You know this is a a, a young woman uh, very moved by the death of her father, right a father that she admired very much, and so on and uh, uh, she she said that uh his his real greatness and just a little bits and pieces of it here um his real Greek, Greek greatness was not the cheap rhetoric from men who will never come near his sacrifice yeah and then and then when she went on to say, that uh, that uh, John McCain had no need uh, to make America great again because it was always great. Yeah. Now there's no. That's pretty clear who that was. Uh, who that was aimed at. Right. And I uh, I understand
1: where she's coming from as far as the grief aspect and why she said it, but I have to agree 100% with what she said. Oh yeah. I mean, I never did like how Trump got up and made the statements against McCain and talking about if he was a good soldier he wouldn't have oh, got no, captured. Oh, no, that's ridiculous. shit like that. That's just stupidity. I mean he'd never be able to go through what that man went through.
2: And the ugliness <laughs> mach- the ugliness machine, uh, in terms of the, in terms of these extreme I'll call them, Trump supporters. And here again, I always put this disclaimer out there. You and I both, for the most part, and you can modify this if you want to, but generally speaking, you and I are not strong partisans. No. And uh, so when we say this, it's it's by our estimation, it's it's pretty objective. Okay. And uh, uh, how 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 can these? I, I don't have anything against Trump supporters. That's where I was going with this, as an objective.
1: They have their First, right to vote, just like anybody else.
2: They have their right to vote, and they have, but these extreme ones right. are bending are bending reality, and the uh, the facts around what POWs went through, and whether they broke or not under torture is, is, is to me is irrelevant because I don't care because you don't know what no. the hell you'd do if you was over there. You don't know what you would do, <laughs> yeah. and he he stayed when he could have left because when they found out his, his, his father was who he was, they tried to make a deal, and they did, but he didn't want to leave his men.
1: Yeah, I know people that would break as soon as the car battery came out, so you can't come by that.
2: No, no, and and, and the fact of the matter is is that anybody who breaks, when, when people uh, uh, see those videos or, or those tapes, they know it was under duress. They know you don't mean what you're saying. Right. I, I mean, it's all common sense. Yeah. And... Uh, Some of the vitriol that I heard uh, or that I noticed about John McCain from these extreme Trump supporters was off the charts. Yeah, I'm not even going to repeat some of it, but it was some of the ugliest things that you can ever imagine said.
1: That's the and see the mentality of the people today. This is a man that fought and died for or not fought and died, but fought for his country. Could have died, was tortured, was tortured served his country in in politics whether you agreed or disagreed with it he still served his country in politics could have went many other ways based on the money he had absolutely and in death as you say these extreme Trump supporters still don't even have enough respect for the dead to make stupid comments yes about a man that's passed on that's a low life individual if you're one of them I'm sorry that's low life Yeah, Yeah, I mean, you shouldn't talk about somebody that served their country the way this man has. Whether you agree or disagree with his policies or not, it doesn't make a shit. What matters is is that he served his country.
2: Yeah. And I would have to say that I believe that uh, President Bush and uh, President Obama spoke very eloquently. Yeah, both did a good job. I was very impressed with both of them. Of course, Obama generally is a very good speaker, but yeah. I was I was impressed with both of them. And uh, overall, it was a good ceremony. I believe that um, he got the respect that he deserved in the end. Um, it might have been a little late in coming, right? Um, but uh, uh, I felt that it was uh, done very well. So. Yeah, it did.
1: A good, it was it was good. And uh, did you see the thing I posted where uh, George Bush was sneaking Michelle Obama Dandy. candy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: that, that's that's been going. Uh, that's been going around, too. Yeah. That, that was, yeah. yeah, I thought that was cool. Yeah, yeah that is. Um, you know, we're, I'm going to talk a little bit about Facebook here without getting into my day job. Uh, I, I do a lot of online uh, uh, helping people create online media and online marketing for themselves, and my honest personal feeling—the feeling that I get in my gut when I talk about Facebook—is not really that great. I personally don't like the the way that 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 organization is run. Oh no, I don't either. I I, I don't like uh, I mean, even the way that. Uh, it, it just kind of morphs in, in in terms of how it works. It just kind of, yeah. <laughs> it just kind of changes, and uh, you know I understand it is what it is. It's it's a it's a business model that is predicated on the users being the product, and we've talked about this before. And you have to accept that when you use it. Okay, you are not paying to use it. You are what's being sold to the advertisers. Right. But with that being said. Okay. Um, I would be very remiss in my duties when I talk to people that if you have a small business, that depending on what your business is and depending on, uh, you know, what the marketplace is at that given time, there's absolutely no question that Facebook advertising works as a blanket statement. True. Okay. And, um, uh, I would have to say that uh, here again, depending you know, your individual success is going to fare is going to vary, but as advertising goes, I would have to say that dollar for dollar is probably one of the best investments that you can make for advertising, depending on what you spend on it versus what you get in return. Okay, Now that's not to say it's the beginning and the end of everything that's not my point. I'm just saying it is a viable option, OK? Now, the reason that I'm saying this is that um, there is a trend now. I caught this on NBC News, and a lot of small businesses are quitting Facebook, and uh, or at least a lot of them are noticing a, a decrease in their activity. Now this is of course coming off the hills of that whole Russian meddling thing. Oh yeah. And uh Facebook decided to make some changes and uh um, what what they wanted to do was to create more of a uh a social aspect where you got, you know, people that you know in your timeline if 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 I'm describing that correctly. And um uh, and and to post more content that they create personally uh, you know you know whether it be publishers or, or, or you know just small little bloggers about their uh, knitting or whatever that those would, would get uh, uh, more more traffic um, rather than just sharing products or affiliate links okay and you uh, and the, the, the downside seems, seems to be that especially small publishers and other things are not getting the traffic that they used to get.
1: Right uh, you don't you only see the big names on there mostly now.
2: And, and uh, you know I, I've, I've noticed um, and here again, if you if you want to check out the details of this, I'm not sure I, I articulated it in a way without going through it you know, Every detail of it. The bottom line here is that uh, little guys claim they're not getting the traffic that they used to get. Okay, and uh, this applies to small publishers or what have you. So you have this streamlined thing going on in the in the post-election problems, and now you have this you know this new way that they're routing the the information through the timelines. A lot of people are getting unhappy with it. So. um... I'm kind of curious, as somebody who's kind of active in that field, as to where this is going to go.
1: It makes you and, wonder if it's not the downfall eventually, or not. You know, I mean, it won't be the downfall. It'll always exist to some degree, just like MySpace still exists to some degree. But it makes you wonder if something else may not rise up to take Facebook's place.
2: Well, they actually mentioned um, a couple of them, um, and I, I'm going to have to check out this one. Um, you know, there's one called Maven and a few other things. Now, I'm pretty sure if if I have that correctly, that's something you have to pay quite a bit to be on. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I could be wrong about that. But there's if you're a company,
1: point. if you're a company, it makes it almost worth it. Yeah, absolutely.
2: And and uh,
1: individual, not so much.
2: And here again, I'm in the early stages of researching this, but I can tell you that that name is used for a lot of things. It's used for a lot of different softwares and things like that. So I'm going to have to find out exactly what they're referring to here. Oh, okay. But but the, but the point is is that um, uh, the, the, there could be, and you and I have talked about this before, I think the time is right for a, a social media company to essentially take that concept, which... In its purest form was a good concept. Yeah. And, and actually create something where you're not manipulating everyone so heavily. You know, you could get good results out of that business model that I described without having to manipulate people. Yeah. You could get good results out of it. If you, if you were just honest about what was happening with that information and how that information was being routed, i i I personally believe you'd have a lot more active users and a lot more people but might be you know more inclined to post more information on there if they trusted the way it was handled
1: right and I would, I, and I would you know and from a business, like I said a while ago but you talking about paying for like from a business aspect, if it wasn't outrageous, it would be even something I'd be interested in oh absolutely as far I, I as for, as absolutely. far as for a business page yeah. And oh, yeah. That, what, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't do it as an individual. I wouldn't be able to post what I had for dinner and shit like that and putting no, selfies no. on there. But I'm talking about, it would be from, a, you know, like our page that we have for Sweet Truth Media. It would be on another outlet like that. And yeah, it would be something, as long as I, but it would have to be a, I would have to, though. The only way I could do that, even then, is there would have to be, I'd have to read the, the uh, contractual agreement and all that kind of stuff when I signed up. I'd have to be guaranteed okay. so many views i had have to be guaranteed so many looks. I'm not going to be at the bottom of the algorithms or whatever they call that stuff. <laughs> uh, you know, whatever they call that shit. Yeah, the yeah. Algorithm, algorithm. Algorithms, yeah. yeah where yeah. where you're lucky if you even get seen at all. And yeah. here I am putting money into your pocket every month. I want to be guaranteed yeah. a certain number of views, a certain amount of time, whatever the hell you want to call it, per day yeah. on yeah. there. Yeah,
2: that's I, hard. That's I know it's hard to do. It's hard to do. It's hard to guarantee results. It, but, it is. But I
1: I mean, I wouldn't want to be, you know, like saying, oh, you know, you pay, you know, pay this and, you know, you'll get seen. But you are really never seen. Yeah, Yeah, that wouldn't work.
2: Well, you know, I've noticed that, too, about uh, uh, LinkedIn to a degree. Um, It seems like I've published a lot on there. And it seems like lately I get fewer reads than what I used to get. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, and I really can't complain about LinkedIn because I tell you, LinkedIn has been good to me. Yeah, it has okay. me too. It, it it has given me some of my biggest accounts. I've yeah, been. Con- yeah, <laughs> uh, exactly. It and uh, it has given me. Uh, I I've been contacted here in the last month by by several recruiters. Hmm. Okay. So I mean, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say too much bad about LinkedIn. Uh, but but I knew it does seem like they're changing up uh, the way things go as well.
1: I'm not trying to get into your personal business. If so you don't want to tell me, you don't have to. But do you do uh-huh. the? Do you pay for the LinkedIn the premium thing? Uh,
2: I, I was. That's one of the things I was leading into. Oh, okay. Um, I, I have in the past. Now I haven't recently, but I, I sometimes wonder if they've changed things up a little bit to encourage you. Right. To buy the. You know, the 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 souped up profile. Right. Um I, I, I get offers know. I get offers
1: all the time, you know, to join the premium deal and all that jazz, but I didn't know if you had actually had
2: I, I have in the past. Now as I recall, I don't know what it is now, but it was kinda pricey. It was like thirty dollars a month or something yeah, like Yeah, it's pretty expensive. Yeah. It ain't yeah, yeah. It yeah, ain't cheap. Um, yeah, and and uh Uh, You know, there's a part of me that says that it's worth it because of the fact that I can tell you that LinkedIn has, I I believe it's a good value. Now, a lot of people are going to say, if you jump off of Facebook and you go onto LinkedIn, no, you're not going to get what, and it's not for that. It's not for people to have a bazillion followers and and, and a million different likes and all your your bullshit photographs. That's not what it's for. It's not that kind of page, no. (laughs) No. It's more for uh, business and fewer, but quality interactions for business to business. And I, I gotta say, I'm I I believe that no matter what business you are in, that that LinkedIn is definitely worth it. Is worth your efforts. Um, I would have to give that what you're talking about that premium uh, boost. I would have to give that a, another try because it was it's been a couple years since I've done that. Okay so i would have to try it again and just to and kind of evaluate um what the difference is um that that would be kind of a an interesting experiment maybe i should do that maybe it's kind of like
1: i know it's kind of like spricker too where if you get it you can see where everybody's looking at you you get more in depth about stats about yeah and i would like to know that for personally me if i if i could do it i would spend the money and set up a sweet truth media account it wouldn't be my account it'd be a whole separate account yeah and i I would do one under it but if i could figure out how much it costs a month and i would do it and i would only i would only be adding people in the business you know and podcasters and whatnot
2: trying yeah. to get them
1: in there but that, that would be a good idea
2: so if you try well you could start a group on there you could start a group on there to, to actually start a business page it, it's a little bit more complicated than it is on facebook oh okay you can't do group pages yeah oh i didn't know you, that. I have to look yeah, you, into you that. can start a group
1: yep. oh okay i have to look into that i didn't realize that
2: yeah let me know if you want to do that yeah that would be uh that would be a good thing
1: yeah yeah i, I am interested in doing that because i just think it i get a lot of exposure that way through linkedin
2: yeah so anyway, that's uh that's an interesting thing about Facebook here, um, and, and this election cycle coming up this fall, uh, I, I believe is going to be uh, it, it's gonna it's gonna be a lot of things. <laughs> but in regard to Facebook, tell me about it. it it's gonna be uh, interesting because they're really gonna have to mind their p's and q's, and not get into any trouble. This election cycle coming up this fall.
1: Oh, God, you know the first, you know that everybody's going to be monitoring
2: their ass. Yeah, and if they get caught in, in some kind of a shenanigan, uh, boy, I'm telling you, that probably could be the end of Facebook. Yeah. Because a lot of people, a lot of big names have already jumped ship on uh, on that uh, platform. So, Well,
1: the thing about it is, if they get involved in any more of that kind of stuff involving like the vote and the elections, they might find themselves in court.
2: I mean, yeah, I don't know,
1: and, and you so, know, so far you can go with that shit, and I mean, you know, I don't know if something like that happened. Well, you know, if Mark Zuckerberg would be held responsible or what the case would be, but
2: I'm just yeah. Saying. See, the, the, there's a lot of legal legalities there because you you have you have free speech provisions whirling around in the wind there. Right. Okay, and how much they apply is another thing. Um, but then you also have the right of, of people to express their opinion, and anybody who's giving a political point of view, you can make the argument is trying to sway votes. Right. Okay. So so anybody that's you know they claim to be a conservative or if they claim to be a liberal and they're and they're using their their exposure on Facebook to um, you know influence their 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 opinion, or use their opinion to influence people, you can make the, the argument that, while well, they're trying to sway votes. Right. So, uh, at what point does that become a conspiracy? You know? Yeah. And uh, w- with some of the other things that you had going on there, the way I understand it is you allegedly had a foreign government who was creating fake accounts to do this by creating fake news and propaganda right okay so there's and you know you have state to state issues which may vary it's not just the federal thing so you you got a big cluster there of of the law trying to catch up with technology and you have a lot of nuances within the law that does exist so it's really complicated but anything that seems kind of fishy let's say I believe would be detrimental Um, to Facebook so yeah. uh, while we're uh, on the uh, topic of uh, conversation here I just got this bit of news and uh, I'm not exactly sure how this is going to uh, present itself Uh, but Colin Kaepernick has been chosen by Nike as a key spokesman for their next uh, round of promotions here oh lord and, uh, uh, m- you know, my initial reaction to that is, 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 is this. I, I, I believe this is one of the biggest, you know, it's not a free, this whole thing about kneeling at, at, the, at the national anthem, all that, it has nothing to do with free speech. Because it, has, the government,
1: it, it doesn't have Bo Diddley to do with free
2: speech. No, I mean, it would only be a free speech issue if, if you tried to do something like that and, and the government stopped, stepped in and stopped you. Right, and the the government is not making any, you know, there's there's nobody standing there with a bayonet says you have to stand for the national anthem. Okay, that's not happening. Okay, Um, what this really is 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 a public relations dilemma for the NFL. Okay, Uh, and because you have a situation where they might some I'm sure some of the owners really. You know, believe that some of these uh, players should be able to kneel during the national anthem if they want to do that. Um, but the problem is, is that the revenue stream coming from the fans and coming from television and everything else has been rocky lately. Not only because of, right. of not only because of the, the controversy around uh, the national anthem, but you got this stuff with uh, you know concussions, uh, you know, uh, football players in high school. The, the participation in that is dropping rapidly. Oh, yeah. Okay, in Ohio, for example, which is very much a football state, uh, it's way down. So they're looking at, the, at the, you know, the, the long-term viability of the brand of the NFL. And it, it takes in a lot more than just the right or wrong of any particular social issue. Um, and when you have the people that are supporting you, that are that are that are supporting the 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 television broadcast, which brings in the, the the advertising revenue, or they're they're buying the tickets, or they're buying the merchandise. When those people stop stop doing that because they don't like you anymore, okay? And they're doing it because of something that's happening on the field. That is that is something that is very delicate for the NFL to manage now. With that being said um, I don't believe that the NFL should have said that much from the very beginning right okay yeah, um, and 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 just kind of let this thing run its course uh, and, and and instead the issue now has become about more than what the original the, the original cause has been lost the protest now is about the protest right okay and and um, uh, yeah, they're not protesting anymore yeah. for uh,
1: what they were saying for the flag. Now they're protesting to be protesting. That's yeah. all it boils down to.
2: And well, it's becoming it's become a rallying point for both sides now, and it's lost its original meaning. You know, it's become about who can shout the loudest, who can get the end, and. and um, uh, it, my my whole thing now with this with this uh, with this Nike thing now is, is that this is just going to be the latest chapter in, in a big round of conversations and the the original problems that this was supposedly all about nothing is getting done right okay so um, and maybe it just is going to take more time I'm sure there's a lot of people who are going to support his move in this and say that it takes it's going to take more time. And this was, I will say this, it was a bold move uh, as far as Nike is concerned. It a yeah. um, it, it's a big gamble for them. Yeah. Uh, it's a big gamble for them. Although, you know, here again, the uh, I guess you would say the, uh, uh, the, the basketball brand is very much associated with, no, with Nike. So, um, you know, yeah. they have a, a built-in constituency that's going to support um, Colin Kaepernick. I'm not sure if constituency is the right word, uh, but the right fan base maybe that's a better way to put it, um, that's going to um, you know support him. Right. Um, uh, but the bigger issue is is, is what what is this going to mean for the NFL now? Is this something they're going to have to react to, and we could go on down this whole thing, and I don't know. Um, the thing
1: about it is, just like I've said before. You know, it's not, not, like you said, it's not about free speech because the government's not enforcing it. Right. your employer can ask anything they want of you. You don't have to do it, and you don't have to work there. But you do not, but you have to do certain things that abide by your employer's standards. There are certain places you got to have, you know, you can't have facial hair real long. You can't have your hair real long. There are certain yeah. places you can't do this and do that. You can't go in there and say, fuck you, I'm going to protest and I am going to have my hair all the way down to my fucking ass if I want to. No, they're going to tell you, bye, have a nice day, and that's yeah. the end of the fucking story. So there ain't no sense, so if the, if one... I think the NFL should have stayed out of it, and left it up to the fucking owners. Like you got yeah. Jerry Jones that tells everybody they're going to stand no matter what. Or, I think that's his name, man. Jerry. Yeah. 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 For the Cowboys, and that's fine. That's his company. He's running the way he fucking sees fit. And if they don't stand, they go fucking home. <clears throat> or, or that's the plain and simple. They yeah. choose, and they can go back try for the free agency. Maybe somebody else will pick them up. But yeah. the other team, if they decide that they don't give a shit, the other teams can stand This would have all been blown over. I'm telling you, man, people do not have any fucking true grit in this world anymore. They won't take a stand for anything very long at all. If the NFL right. and Donald Trump and all these motherfuckers would have shut the fuck up when it all started and just act like they didn't see nothing, this shit would have been gone in two to three weeks of football, brother. They ain't no doubt in my fucking mind. It would have been done and over with. Yeah, they man. wouldn't have nobody gave two shits. Yeah, but now it's all a big guy controversy, and we got to have the whole big shit spill going out so we can have bump heads and see whose big dick's going to be winning over the other big dick. That's pretty much what it boils down to.
2: Yeah,
1: it's gotten crazy and it's out of hand. I, don't, I mean, I don't care. You can stand, you can kneel. If I had a co, if I owned a football team, I'll be honest with you, I'd probably be one of the owners that would be like, you know, I don't give a shit. You do what you want to do, as long as you're not out there pissing on the flag. I don't want that going on. I don't want right, you wiping right, right. your ass with the flag. And I don't want you running around the field acting like a fool. But if you're just going to you know, drop a knee, that's up to you, man. Okay, that's, that's, yeah, sales, and, and, that's your sales based on you. If they quit buying jerseys, that's money out of your fucking pocket, not mine. Yeah,
2: yeah. You, you know, the, the thing is, too, is that this kind of feeds into the notion that everything is politicized now. And yeah, you could make the argument that a, a football player, if he wants to make a political statement, as in the case of Colin Kaepernick, or if you have a football player that wants to you know, make some sort of a gesture that uh, reveals what his religion is, or if you have another football player or whoever wants to make a gesture as to what his sexuality is, I could go on along, down a long list here. But it seems that everything now, I don't care what it is, whether it's a concert or an award show or what it is, somebody is making some kind of statement about something. And it's just getting oh, to the yeah. point now where you can't, you can't just watch a TV show for, for what it's worth, whether it's comedy or music or what have you, without 10 different messages in there. Let's get into and the, there's just yeah, and it's it, it's. I understand you, you. know, you have this platform to speak, and you want to use it. But it, it's getting to the point now where everybody's running their mouth about something.
1: Well, now it's you know it used to be at one time it happened every now and then, and when you spoke up, I was tended to listen. I might take a yeah, listen like, whether oh, I agree sure. or disagree. But now you could be dead on in or right, and I just don't even give a shit anymore because there's so much damn bullshit going around that I don't even care about hearing any of it.
2: You know, it seems like you can't go anywhere in a public place without somebody standing on a soapbox about something. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. and, uh, uh, you know, it, it's, it's just getting to the point where we're getting saturated with it and a lot of good messages are getting lost because everybody is, is, has got something going on. And I understand that protesting has its place. Yeah. You know, it, has a, it has a purpose. Uh, but by the same token, there's not a whole lot of doers out there. And our society is yep. really good at bitching and exactly. putting out the wrong things, but we, none of us do really roll up our sleeves and really exactly. go to the academy and become a police officer. Right. Or get involved in the community or, you know, hold events, you know, to bring the community together and actually go out and and work in public housing and get into some of the areas that need help and uh, pay a little bit more taxes to the educational system in your hometown. And I could go on down the list here. You want better police. You want police that have a good feeling of the law they have a good you know they're almost paramedics because they run across people who are having uh medical issues and so forth and you want police to have all these skills well you know what skilled individuals like that don't work for forty thousand dollars a year Okay, somebody with all those skills—that is, you know, has got a background in psychology, and has got a background in social issues, issues and has got a background in legal ease, and has got a background in in, in medical, and knows how to give CPR and all that. You know, those guys are making eighty, ninety thousand dollars a year somewhere. Right. Okay, so you—if you want better police, be prepared to pay for it. Yeah. But that's not something that you that get bad. what you pay for. The old you thing. get what so, you pay for. Absolutely, you get what you pay for. Right. So. Um, uh, you can't expect people with those skill sets, which are not easy to come by, to work for next to nothing under the pressures that they have right now.
1: Well, it's like I was telling Eagle Scout the other night. I mean him was talking, and this is not the same type of aspect, but a little bit. You talk about people bitching, getting on a soapbox all the time. I was telling him the other night. I hear people bitch about you know people that got money, one percent, or even you know not necessarily one percent, but anybody's got a lot of money. Or people try, you know, this you know, do and live on their dreams and shit. And I'm like, you know, it's one thing to bitch about it, but it's another to do something about it. I'm like, what are people doing yeah. to fulfill their dreams? I mean, what are they doing to go out there? I mean, they they do their job and go home and bitch about it. Well, why aren't you trying to do something to get toward it? You know? Yeah. I mean, you're going to fall. You're going to fail. But as long as you're working toward it and you're making some progress and you're getting somewhere, it's better to do that than just sit on the goddamn t- couch, eat a bag of fucking chips on your fat ass, and then you don't fucking do nothing. I mean, yeah. that's not going to get anything done. You can't bitch if you're not a part of the solution. Yeah. I mean, all you are is just sitting there, and you want to bitch and moan, but you're not doing anything to make your own effort. Yeah. You say you make the only thing you're making is excuses. That's it, plain and simple. Yeah. You're making excuses, and you ain't getting shit done. You're like a person that's sitting on a rocking chair, only and, and, and rocking doing a whole lot of going back and forth, but when the day's done, they're still sitting on the fucking porch.
2: Yeah. So. Yeah. I'll leave you with this one story here, talking about schools. Okay, here again, this is according to NBC News, with STDs on the rise. Ooh, Lord, I better be careful then, y'all. Back to school, (laughs) back to school, will include condoms in one Maryland county. oh my god help me this has sparked a lot of controversy what say you sugar (laughs) jane
1: i'm gonna be honest with you when it comes to this type of thing i'm old school i'm uh i'm very old school um i think it's the parents responsibility to teach their kids about you know sex ed Yeah, I I think it's the kid, you know, and I don't think it's the school's responsibility to give kids pregnant birth control. If a a girl's 15 or 16 years old and she goes to a clinic and gets it, that's up to the clinic because that's a medical facility. Or if she wants to sit down and talk to her parents and their parents agree, okay, if you're going to do this, we're going to go out and get some birth control. That's fine. That's between you and your family and your home. But right. this, but the the, the 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 school is not your family, it's not your home it's not where it's none of their business about every aspect of your life. so no, I don't think on the first day of school that they should be giving out condoms. that's just me <laughs> uh, that's none of their business I mean I think it's I think it's ridiculous yeah if, you know um that's the parent's job i mean yeah granted yeah we say well we got sorry parents out there that don't do their job and tell what you know i can't help that yeah i mean that's yes do i agree yeah there are some sorry parents that don't give a shit but i but it's not the school's responsibility to be a parent it's the school's responsibility to be an educator yeah there's a difference they're not yeah. supposed to raise your kids they're supposed to educate your kids to get them onto the next level in life to become successful human beings.
2: You know that, that the, what you're saying would be is, is true, but it would it would work a lot better, let's say in the 1970s. Now you don't have kids with parents. That's the problem. The parents are not there. They may not be there you know physically, they might not be around they might not be anywhere near the kids or if they are. In terms of how they treat their kids, they're not there. They're totally absent from their lives.
1: Oh yeah, well, it's like uh, Eagle Scout said. He's listening, by the way. He said, oh great. He said most parents are too embarrassed or ignorant to really teach their kids what they should. And that's true. There is some, that, you know, I don't understand it. I don't understand well, I, why it's that tough to sit down and talk to your
2: kids. Well, you know, it's it's beyond that too, in my opinion. I've, I've got a lot of friends that are kid don't uh, have kids. And they're loving these kids to death. Yeah. They're, you know, they 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 want to love them and respect them and be their friends and not upset them and understand their feelings oh, and to the yeah. point where these kids are just doing whatever they damn well please.
1: Exactly, you're right, one hundred percent on that, brother. I agree with you one hundred percent. Spoiled ass, fucking rotten generations. What we got? And now, uh, it used to be, I come from a generation. Now, my this is how it's gotten worse in my dad's generation. If you wanted a car and you turned 16, you got out and got a job and you bought it. Then you got around around my generation around that time. You could get out and get a job. Well, I'll pay part of it and you pay the other part of it. Now you got motherfuckers growing up nowadays. They don't have to do shit. They got a cell phone, got a fucking car. Ain't doing shit except going to school, barely fucking passing. And and the parents just go ahead and pay every goddamn thing. Don't make a shit. Right. And, And they wonder why their kids don't have no respect for them. They don't give a fuck.
2: Yeah.
1: They come in and put something on the damn table. Where's my dinner at? I've been out driving on your gas money all fucking week. Driving with yeah. my car you bought me. Well, I'm using your fucking American Express card that you bought gave me to use. I mean, these kids don't have no respect or they wouldn't treat these parents that provide these things with them the way they do. Yeah. If anything, they should be in there kissing their ass. Yeah. But see, that proves that money doesn't give respect respect yep. again uh, uh, i'll say it day after day respect has to be earned it can't be bought even if it is it's temporary venture sure. that fucker you bought it for that got it that, that you paid for with it for is gonna turn their back on you yep that's just a fact because he don't respect you he just wants that damn greasy ass money you're gonna be putting in his hand <laughs> so, I mean, exactly yeah yeah it's like eagle scout said you should get a handle on your kids at an early age to set a standard
2: and it's true yeah yeah i would agree with that sure yeah 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 when they're uh when they're when they're telling you uh what time you can come home from work is it's too late yeah so yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly exactly um well that's probably you know pretty much going to wrap things up for today we covered a lot of territory oh, yeah. um uh, but i you know obviously we'll we'll be back uh thursday night we will be live again at 11 p.m eastern standard time and in the meantime your show with the um, with the crew is tomorrow night yes eight o'clock eastern time yeah, that's in these layman's terms correct yes yes okay
1: we'll be back tomorrow and, night i got one got a new movie commercial
2: and we'll have some other things we got going on to talk about okay very good I want to thank uh, those of you who have listened and uh, shout out to Eagle Scott there. Thanks for checking us out.
1: Great show, he said. Appreciate it. Thank
2: you. Oh, cool. Cool.
1: Awesome. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't have anything closing words except uh, use common sense. I know it's hard to find nowadays. It's more valuable, and it's more precious than gold, people. And don't even realize it. Yep common sense is such a right you'd have better luck going to a gold mine digging that and you would probably go into some places and finding common sense lost mm-hmm. but with that being said we will be back thursday night at 11 o'clock i'll have some stuff together for us i'll figure it out until then y'all have a good few days